the Bold Acting Newsletter, Issue 11, for June 18, 2023. I would have never made it as a woman in Afghanistan. The fear of public speaking is greater than the fear of death. The risk of the former is more immediate than the latter for most of us. And because we are inherently lazy creatures, proximity plays an outsized role in how we determine what to worry about. You can watch my video about prioritizing your worries on youtube.com slash jasonbryden. We worry about being ostracized by our cohort, the people that make up our extended social circle. These aren't restricted to our friends. They are normally people we can count on in spite of our behavior. For some reason, we include perfect strangers in the cohort of people we need to please. We are constantly trying to measure up with veritable strangers. Keeping up with the Joneses is like trying to keep up with the train that left a half an hour ago. Moving targets are a recipe for missing the mark 99% of the time. We don't want to be the tallest poppy. This is a great Canadian tradition. Tall poppy syndrome. Our fear of being different stops us from taking risks. But really, this is just a fear of being ourselves. We worry that ourself is not good enough. Ourself is the only self we have, however. It's the only self possible. It's your best chance. This is how you can separate yourself from the pack. And the good news is, you are an expert at it. You just have to get out of your own way. Getting out of your own way means shedding the tells and ticks you've adopted in order to survive an ordeal like childhood, high school, relationships, parents, reality. When we leave the nest, we see how hard life really is. I don't mean being a woman in Afghanistan or anything serious. I can't imagine. I mean, I remember coming out of university that my parents paid for and being on my own for the first time, and I could not believe how hard it was. I needed two jobs just to stay afloat. I was living on the very margins. And margins are not only relative, but difficult. Relative to the Afghani woman, I've got nothing to complain about. Once we finish dismissing our complaints because there are people that have it harder than us, we can admit that we build up walls just to get by. Whether you have all the privilege or none of it, there will be suffering. We do it to ourselves. Now that we know we have these walls, we can set them aside. They're actually tools. They've got us this far, didn't they? They'll always be there for us. But they're not us. Feel the feelings. Don't be the feelings. This is my interpretation of living with the third eye. You gently observe your own behavior. You tweak it like you would tweak a puppet if you held the strings. Nothing is a big deal. The good things in life are no longer met with baseless effusiveness. The bad things aren't the end of the world. We are calm in the face of adversity. This is also called leadership. The other day I was riding my bike home from the liquor store. The weather was fine. I was on my bike, and I had a fresh bottle of gin that was going to help me make a very wet martini when I got home. 
When I was turning left from High Park Boulevard to Sunnyside Avenue, a car to my left waited for me. The truck behind them honked impatiently. As I rounded the corner, I set my sights on the driver of the truck. It was a Polish man in his 60s. As I gave him the hairy eyeball, he said, Watch it, Fruit Loop. A classic old man burn. A simple, reductive, lightly homophobic shot across my bow. It made me nostalgic. I delighted in his high-level curmudgeonliness because I used to be indiscernibly angry like him. But I also realized three things. One, there are plenty of dinosaurs still roaming the earth. Two, when you're riding your bike on a sunny day, there is little reason to throw shade on what should be joyful progress. And three, if I'm still alive after riding my bike through the streets of Toronto... I'm doing great. I know that if I'm breathing, then everything's okay. I've lowered my expectations that much. For the result is really out of our hands. There are too many variables at play. All I can control is that I do more than people expect of me. I make going the extra mile my new bare minimum. But for a selfish, often wrong-headed person like myself, this takes time and practice. As Ted Turner said, early to bed, early to rise, work real hard, and advertise. The shortest distance home was to ignore the angry man in the truck. Ignoring potential conflict was not always my modus operandi. Too often I would look for confrontation. I got a real charge out of being right. But you can be right or you can be loved. Katy Perry said that. The shortest distance to growth is facing the adversity in front of you. For me, it's organizing papers with numbers on them. I can't stand them. I also have to relearn how to do a spreadsheet. For some, it is public speaking. For others, it is being ourselves. Whatever your thing is, go after that which is in front of you right now. And thank your God, you don't live in Afghanistan. Thanks for listening to the Bold Acting Newsletter. Get to know Bold Acting Studios' YouTube channel at youtube.com slash jasonbryden. There are dozens of short videos to watch, all of them a shortcut to learning. And download my free podcast, The Bold Acting Podcast. It's a combination of my strong opinions on performance technique, how to be an artist, financial advice for dummies like me, and more. Plus, I read the weekly newsletter and answer listener questions. Find it wherever the podcasts are. Go to boldacting.com for more information on my drop-in scene study class here in Toronto. New classes will be added in the summer of 2023.